0: Sometimes karma is a, a beautiful thing. Uh, so shit I'm trying to trying to think of how I, how I want to do this. sorry my I'm walking dogs. This is a new one. Dog walking cast. Uh, I have three dogs. Um, I have Minky Boodle. she's the Corgi. I have Drax who is a pit mix. He was he's a rescue, he's found on the side of the highway. Someone abandoned him. Um, he's like the best dog in the whole world, honestly. And then we have Berkeley, who is an Australian Shepherd, Staffordshire Terrier, so another pit mix. The Corgi rules rules all, and she's very mouthy. Um, anyway, so we're walking the three of them. Uh Caitlin's still like under the weather a little bit. So I, I'm just I'm like Doing all all the chores. It's funny because I got a, like, fucking flashlight on my head. It's, like, so dark right now. Um, and I'm walking around doing this and I got to do chores. And I was like, well, I don't want to do fucking another chore thing. And end up just talking about chickens and rabbits and stuff. So I'll, I'll talk about my dogs. Who are all the bestest. Anyway, karma. Um, Oh. I also have a coffee That I forgot about I put it over, over here Because I was like Oh when I go walk the dogs I'll pick up this coffee And drink it, it Stop Come on Come on uh, So anyway Yeah uh, I don't Again I, I never know the order that this is going to do Or how many episodes Like I Did some chore ones And a bunch of my car I'm trying to Chop them up all Weird Still trying to get with Ryan But I had just a recap if this is going to come out on a later episode or if it's already out. Had somebody that came in, like, super late to their appointment and they're super wishy-washy and they, like, scheduled to get a second opinion prior to the first opinion. Like, you know, they just scheduled two two competing dentist appointments and then they're all pissed that, like, you know, we wouldn't get their x-rays to the other office in time. Well, anyway. So... Horizontal fracture, uh, of number eight, I think it was, and you know I'd kind of uh, suggested some different things like an implant, you know, and talk through other options like removable. Hey, Minky, for the love of God, there's some sheep. My shit neighbors have sheep, and they're playing the music or something, and it en- it enrages Minky. She she's like, I hate your music. Your music choice is stupid. It's like some weird hippie bullshit. Uh, Mickey's really into like Metallica, you know. Master of Puppets is her favorite uh, favorite uh, album there or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I just remember her being being pretty excited about Stranger Things. But anyway, so this lady, uh, the, the broken tooth and whatnot, gunners options. She really wanted to uh, attempt to, to to save it and whatnot. And I had given her. Sometimes that I could fucking do that. And she was like, No, I'm getting the second opinion, blah, blah, blah. So then she went, uh I guess to the other office and the other office had uh been like, Oh no, the tooth just needs a new crown. Um, it's not the tooth that's broken, it's the crown that's broken. So like she called back and like cussing out the front and I'm a an idiot Blah, blah, blah We're just trying to rip her off And yeah, you know, all this shit So anyways, so she's scheduled to get like the crown done, right? So the other dentist got her numb Touched bird a tooth And the whole thing fell off, you know, at the gun line Because it was a horizontal fracture Um, which I, I just want to point out I'm not like throwing other dentists under the bus Or anything like that Uh, you know, sometimes it's hard to fucking tell something like that, especially on an x-ray. And, you know, who knows what she said about the other thing and, and, and whatnot. So, you know, you very well. And I have definitely been there where I've <laughs> went to drill a tooth. And it's like, oh, this premolar is split in half. Um, we should extract this, you know. So it's a thing. It's an it's an easy, easy place to end up. But so it fucking fell apart. And I guess that person uh doesn't uh i don't know what the the treatment that they decided on was their next step be it an extraction and, and graft or you know converting to you know a, a retreat and post or you know whatever but it was beyond what uh their capabilities were and they're like yeah you'll need to go to a specialist for this and i guess she was like well the other dentist said that he could do that and so like well, that's cool. I don't, I don't do that. So you can go to him or whatever. So then she like called back to the office um, to like schedule it. And again, after you know calling back like four or five days, you know prior to that to like cuss everybody out because we're once a fucking sham artists and shit. Uh, so to be like, oh, can I please have a- an appointment to fix the thing <laughs> or whatever. And, uh, you know, just being like, no, would be great. But knowing that, you know, she was on a schedule to begin with and being able to be like, well, yeah, our, um, our doctor, unfortunately, is booked out. He's a, and he has his paternity leave. So the earliest you could do this would be, you know, the middle of January uh, was kind of kind of awesome. So every, every now and then uh, some 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 good things happen. I guess so. We did give her, uh, I think, a referral to OS or something for extract graft implant placement. You know that shit. So it wasn't like peace, but it was it was kind of like <laughs> waste my time. I'll show up late to your appointment. Um, <laughs> there was this guy, and it didn't uh, play out like this because this is something that's it's unfortunate, uh, in a way that people will come in and they will be really shitty to the hygienist, and I'll be really shitty to the DA and they're really shitty to everybody. But then I come in the, you know, the white jacket and they're like the nicest person ever. And it sucks because I will call you on your bullshit if you're being a dick. Like I'm not above that. I don't, I don't need you to treat my staff like shit. I don't need you to treat me like shit. But I also I don't want to go in and be like, you were mean to my staff, so I hate you. Uh, Sometimes people just are, I don't know, abrasive. They don't like being at the dentist, and like they come across different than me too. And it's like if I'm not there witnessing the behavior, I don't like to call out the behavior, right? Uh, Granted, there's some like, you know, shit. I don't make my staff endure. Anything right like someone's like being uh uh you know uh sexually harassive or whatnot it's just like just just come give me I'll fucking throw that person out uh but anyway so the person uh apparently told the hygienist all I want from you is to put that on there and they were talking about a crown that came off and uh you know I was like man' if like I went in because when I went in, they were fine and they were really like, really hoping you'd be able to do this. I know I have some other teeth and need issues and blah, 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 blah. I just really want to save this teeth. I don't have a lot of money, you know, like a, a regular thing. And it's like, okay, let me look at it. Yeah, actually, this is something I can resmit. Um, but if they had been like, all I want from you is put that there. I'd be like, all I want from you is get the fuck out of my office. Um, but yeah, it doesn't doesn't go like that. I rarely I rarely get to get to tell people my my real thoughts. That's what I have a podcast for, I guess. Um, it is so fucking dark and cold. Uh but I got coffee. I got coffee. I got coffee and three dogs. Mm. One of the things that I've been seeing on uh Reddit and things like that is like should I have a dog while I'm in dental school and the answer is yes you should always have a dog at least one uh because they're great um you know I I know there's a it's like having a full full day of work so I mean you might have to you know it'd be easier if you had a dog and a stay-at-home dog parent you know would be the ideal that's actually what we have is Caitlin baller she's like a big wig in banking and she works 100% remote she actually works 100% remote before 100% remote was even a thing it was just like she worked for this one bank sorry I'm gonna like talk about how awesome my wife is for a minute uh for like a long time many many years and that bank got bought out by another bank and they were like well we can um give you kind of a comparable position." Hold on, in the the new bank, or if that doesn't work for you, we can give you a severance, which amounts to uh, a certain number of weeks' pay, based on how long you were an employee. Well, she'd been an employee there forever, so her severance was like 58 weeks' pay if she wanted to take it. So she's like, "Fuck yeah, I'll take that, 58 weeks' pay. Um, thank you." So she took that, but one of the things. Also, that was part of it is she couldn't, uh, like, get another banking job um, in Portland for a year. Uh, That was part of the the stipulation of the severance. And that's, you know, just so she wouldn't, you know, they don't try to, she wouldn't try to, like, client steal or whatever, you know, however it is. So she's like, I don't know, (laughs) 58 weeks pay, and I don't have to work for a year. Sounds awesome. So we did that. And then it was, you know, the year, year was ending. She went very kind of <laughs> stir crazy and bored a little bit during that year, during her retirement, as we call it. And she kind of uh, derives a lot of joy from being especially good at her job, uh, which is like if you can derive joy from your job, that's that's great. Uh, I do derive joy from from dentistry. I know sometimes I'm pretty shitty on it, but I if I hated it completely, I wouldn't do it. Um, and she gets that from banking. There's a lot of, she feels good about herself from doing it. So, uh, she wanted to kind of get back into it, but she also spent a year, uh, being at home and taking care of the dogs and, you know, being able to kind of do things that you can do when you are at home all the time. And she really liked it. So she's like, well, I don't want to do, I don't want to go back to banking unless I can do it remote and at the time this is like I don't know 17 or something like remote banking it's not a thing like 100% remote is not a thing but my wife I think I've mentioned his uh, like she does like very specific lending and uh, past two presidents have put together special uh, task force to do certain bits of like banking and she's been called as an advisor for both of those task force um, so like yeah she's advised two presidents she's very important just many leather brown books but so she's a, she's a big book so she was like getting approached by the banks so there's a bank that approached her and she was like yeah uh, I, I'm interested in your bank uh, but here's the thing I don't want to go into work I can do this from my computer I'll do it remotely and they're like that's not a thing and she's like well that's what I want so forget it And they're like, okay So then they came back to her like a month later They're like, hey, three days a week But we'll pay you like 40 grand more than, you know, what you were previously being paid So like a very substantial like pay raise And she's like, no, I don't think you heard me I said remote (laughs) And they're like, yeah, that's just not a thing She's like, too bad. And like, I, you know, when she talked to me about it, I was like, oh my God, that's like a lot of money. And, you know, like three days a week is way better than five days a week. And she's like, I'm just not, I don't want to do it. I don't like that part of it. I don't need to do it. I'm more productive, uh, you know, doing it my own way. So I'm not, I'm not going to do it. It's like, all right, well, you know, you gotta, you gotta do you. They, they fucking came back and they're like, well, we'll give it to you the position fully remote. And she's like great, but also make the offer twenty grand higher. <laughs> and they fucking did. Um, so yeah, she's a she's a badass. So she's been doing remote since before remote was cool, um, and she does remote now. I don't know why I'm, what I'm, how I got on this. Just my wife's awesome. Like uh, if I could figure out how to do remote dentistry, shit, man, I'd be doing that. Just people calling in, be like, put that tooth up to the phone. Let me work the magic. Bzzz. Your cavity is healed. Uh, But sadly, that's not a thing. I did work as a teledentist uh, for a while during COVID, which was fucking phenomenal. Um, So, like March 23rd, they closed my office or whatever. It's like, they're like, you don't have a job anymore, basically. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? And they're like, do whatever you want. I was like, can I go work somewhere else? They're like, yep. Like, okay. So, I was like, well, I will take this weekend to do nothing and then I'll fucking get my cv together and figure out where, where i can dentist and then uh, the kind of company called me back and they're like we're actually going to do uh teledentistry we're gonna have three teledentists you want to be one i was like fuck yeah what's a teledentist they're like we don't know we're gonna figure it out you're gonna be be one so we we get three of us but we only have like one one person that can take the calls So there's no reason for all three of us to ever be working at the same time because it's like, how, how would that happen? You know, we wouldn't have another call. So we just worked in like three hour shifts. So I work three hours a day. Um, And then the rest of the day I'd, I'd be at home and I'd do whatever. I did a lot of fucking CE. Um, I think I did a hundred hours of like implant related CE. Oh, it's crazy. Like uh, my next renewal is coming up, so I was getting my CE together, and I was trying to, like, see, like, how much CE I, I still needed, because, you know, I was like, did I do med emergencies, did I do cultural competency or whatever, like, what do, what do I have left to do, and so I was looking for that shit, um, and I have, I did over these last two years, like, 180 hours of CE, And part of it is because one year the uh, Oregon Dental Conference, it was virtual and all the CE was online and it was just up for like a month or two months afterwards. And there's like some cool CE and, you know, I was like, oh, I'll do this. You know, I got some time, play this video or, you know. I like podcasts, but, like, same kind of thing. I'll, I'll listen to, you know, this guy talk about oral maxillofacial pain or whatever. And it's like, okay, cool. And then you have a little test that you take. So take a little test. It's like, all right, there's that. Well, so I was just, like, picking these off periodically for a while. And all of a sudden I, like, went. And I was like, oh, I've done this one. Oh, in this one. I did them all. So I did all the CE from the conference um, over the course of a couple months, just kind of randomly. Because it's, it's interesting. What's kind of cool about state associations and, and whatnot is, like, a lot of the, these CEs were, like, professors, right, that I had in dental school. And it's like, oh, that's kind of kind of cool. I remember his class. It was, it was good. I'm curious to see what his CE is like. Or it was like, oh, you know, and I worked on uh, this thing in the ODA, you know, I was on this, you know, board or whatever, and it's like, and this was a dentist that, that's, that I'm on there with, what, what, what's his deal, you know take his seat, <laughs> so it's just kind of like, sort of know all these people in a weird roundabout way, so it's was, it was kind of cool, and it's uh, see, is kind of fun like that, because dentistry is like, it's both a very big community it's also a very tiny community, and it's kind of interesting to you know, uh, do some of these different things, and also kind of learn some different, different techniques, because you go to to school, and it's like, oh, man, if you don't do, do it, you know, exactly like this, like, all your patients, they're just gonna fucking explode in the chair, you know, like, bombs going off, no, no, that's a car, come on, guys, hey, hey, Minky, Drax, they really don't like, uh, the next door neighbors with the music or the next door neighbors with all the loud cars. You can hear its loudness as it goes away. Uh <laughs> fucking contracts. Uh yeah, so like the di- different CEs and I remember like my my first like when I was training I went and I like shadowed this one uh Dennis, I basically, I did like a mini oral surgery residency and he was like, he's like, yeah, forget what they taught you in dental school. Like I'm going to show you how to do full mouth extraction. Like this, is how I get them done. He's like, just don't like elevator. Psh, what's that? Just grab it with the force up and you're going to work it around X, Y, Z like this. And then the tooth's going to come out. Oink. There you go and I was like, wow forget the elevator okay, that's, you know and he's doing it, he's very good very, very good, he'd do everything like he didn't really touch elevators you know, but rarely then, I go right from him and I go shadow this other dentist another fantastic clinician and uh, oral surgeon and he's like he's like, hey, if you, you know Uh, I only have you for a couple days, but we got this full mouth case, like, let me show you some things. He's like, if you're reaching for the forceps, no, that's not how you do it. All elevators, you know, let me show you what I mean. And, you know, and he does everything, everything, all elevators. Um, Someone at my gate. I don't know why. I have three dogs on a leash. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to the gate, uh, they're taking. owl oh, Caitlin probably ordered DoorDash. They're taking pictures of our of the order placed on a rock. That's so what we used to tell them to do: is put it on the rock near the gate. So they're probably taking the the pictures of it. But the the dogs are very leery of gate people. They're like, "Why are people at the gate? We are paid to protect this establishment." Um, apparently in tax stuff, uh, someone was telling me this, I haven't had a chance to really look it up, but, uh, you can, I guess, uh, like if you have a home business or something like that, you can kind of claim your dog has a security system and write off dog food, which I don't know. I thought, I thought was an interesting, uh, concept. I, I don't really consider them farm animals. I don't, and they come through chewy, and I don't write off chewy, so I don't know. This is something to, to look into, just kind of a weird aside. Uh, most of our farm stuff, and I think I've mentioned this before, like sell the eggs and whatnot, so like stuff that goes to the chickens and and, and whatnot as far as feed, like, you know, get, gets written off, but it's like, it's not like a, <laughs> you know, that's not, uh, not my tax strategy is to write off chicken feed. Um, it's just, uh, it's a good, it's a, it's a good way to, you know, break income into different buckets, I guess, you know, it's like, oh, here's this farm bucket and, you know, here's the dentistry bu- bucket. Uh, I have a, another business that's like, kind of like, uh, continuing education and stuff. Um, because I still like, I hold a, a CPR instructor card and i i'm softline instructor and i do do some different things and you know even uh you know putting out uh stuff on dentistry like podcast even though this thing is is fucking fucking free um all of some of the equipment and different things you know like recording equipment like for my softline course you know and yada 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 so there's some overlap and some things with that so you know there's some some different different things you can you can do speaking of side hustles and whatnot. So yeah, that was def- definitely DoorDash. <sighs> so let's see. So we talked about the karma. I still have this coffee. I'm still walking near the dog, So that's the thing, like um, if you podcast by yourself, it's not a lot of time to fucking drink your coffee. You know, I miss Ryan. When Ryan's around, I can take a fucking sip of something. I also uh, Just have my phone in my vest pocket, so I'm hoping that this is loud enough and the audio is good. Again, like I don't know, these episodes, like this will probably be the weirdest time in our run because it's just like I'm I'm trying to put it and schedule them so they're they're coming out. So like I don't have to think about podcasting for a couple months. So I don't know. I should probably look at Reddit or something. But I got this coffee man, I need more hands, I need an assistant let me take a look here because we're in a, a spot where I think we'll actually have uh, cell phone reception so, my internet reception you know what I mean let's see, Reddit uh, <laughs> I went to dental school the first post, just want to quit, hate myself to get a fucking been there okay. You'll you'll be fine probably. Uh, have having five Ws as a sophomore. Uh, Am I a disadvantaged student? Uh, Hispa. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, there's not like a lot of interest in stuff. Loops been over that a bunch of times. Canadian or something. Uh, difficult in making margins for crowns of 8 and 9. I was having some difficulty in making a one millimeter margin when practicing crown preps on 8 and 9, especially on the lingual. Any tips and tricks? Oh, so probably like uh, 8 and 9. Oh, I put this phone in my shit backwards. Uh, 8 and 9 are, are kind of interesting teeth in that uh, you know, on the front, pretty straightforward. You've got you know the, the two planes of reduction, right? So you gotta get get that uh, going. But the two's more or less pretty flat, and it's pretty easy. But on the back, because how it is, you have that cingulum, and a lot of the uh, uh, the reduction you're gonna have to do with like a like a football, or something round. And then as you're going down under that, it's it's kind of easy to sort of lose it and not not know exactly where your your margin is um so yeah i I think most of the time what what i found uh in in doing preps in the anterior is i just needed to drop my margins a little bit you know half millimeter millimeter and then it was really easy to define them so that's what i would try like what i'm picturing in my head thinking about what a typonaut tooth looks like and and shit you just probably need to drop that margin down um a little bit uh and then the other thing about the lingual that you got to keep keep in mind is it's really easy to like you know just the way the tooth looks like and you know switching over to indirect vision and what whatnot Uh, to not reduce enough because you got those lower incisors that are going to come in and and hit on that lingual. So you got to give enough uh, reduction for your porcelain or whatever. Sometimes if somebody has like a really collapsed bite, you know, I'll do uh, like a PFM with a metal occlusal because, you know, it's not necessarily like you can go thin as fuck with zirconia and still be strong. But the thing that you can't, you can't really um, protect against is, is fracture unless you go with gold. So I don't know. That's, that's my thoughts on, on your failures at eight and nine. And the people that hate yourself in dental school, like dental school sucks. It is very hard. Like you will, you will get through it. Everyone fucking gets through it except for like, you know, a couple people, I guess. Um, but statistically you're more likely to get through it than not. And just, just don't worry about it. Like, none of it, none of it really fucking matters. Just try to do a good job. Like, work on your hand skills. Work on your fucking people skills. I think that's more important than even the hand skills. And uh, just try to have, have some fun uh, while you're there. And try to make connections. Like, uh, you know, if you're at a school that has specialty students, like, my best, like, sources of information are, like, people that were either in residency when I was in dental school or uh, were in my class or ahead of me that went into residency and like when I have questions that I just I feel like I'm stupid if I ask my referral source like I'm like hey anodonist I refer to let me ask you this really dumb question that's gonna make you think I'm an idiot like I think like that and I don't want to do that but it's really easy to ask my buddy that's in endo residency or um, was in endo residency when I was in school and is a practicing endodontist now that I don't refer to because we don't live anywhere near each other. Like, hey, question about this. And, you know, it's nice to have a relationship with someone where they might go like, dude, you're a fucking idiot. You're overthinking it. Like X, Y, Z. It's like, okay, thanks. I pre- appreciate that. You know, like you need those little things. So uh, if you have the ability in dental school to, to get those relationships that's great and uh you know like I don't know I haven't really stayed in contact with any of my professors or anything like that some of them are on my Facebook I think some of them listen to this podcast actually now that I think about it um you know they're they're good people to reach out to and I, I feel like I did a lot of my reaching out in like the first year because that's where I had my like, I just don't like I, I have all the knowledge I just don't have the like, put it together, like, the, it's just not making sense to me, and now, like, most of what I do is just the same, like, it's like, oh, yeah, here's, here's the thing, or, um, you know, I went and I did specialized training and whatever, like, my implant training, I did, like, when I have questions on implants, like, uh, today, I'm like, what the fuck is this, what's a Han implant, holy shit, what do I need, you know, I just text them, <laughs> like, hey, uh, restoring this, like, Trying to find some scam bodies and drivers and shit that'll work. Like, are you familiar? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put you in touch with this, and then we'll get you what you need. So, you know, like, you'll build more connections that'll make more sense. But, like, starting out with some connections is super nice. Uh, let's see. Black Adam came out. I haven't seen it yet. I, I, I want to because I like The Rock. And actually, Black Adam's one of the the characters that I enjoy in uh dc like i don't know evil shazam just always was i was a big shazam fan i never liked superman uh but i like shazam so it was big <laughs> it was magic superman right he has all the same powers plus some. Um, and black adam was just kind of cool because he was like not necessarily a, a bad guy but he was bad you know badass uh so yeah so that I, I want to see um, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is like coming up uh, pretty soon I think or it's out I don't know something uh, so I really want to see that Black Panther is like it's kind of a weird one because the first one it was really good and it was like it was gauging it was beautiful it was like really kind of like experiencing like a totally different you know culture and I, I don't mean like like, obviously, you experience the Black, you know, Wakanda culture in the film or whatever. I just mean, like, the, from a filmmaking perspective, like, it was almost like watching a foreign film. Like, is even how, like, the cinematography and different things were shot. It was just really uh, a fantastically beautiful movie. Um, that said, the CGI, uh, Killmonger was a fantastic vill- villain. But, the, like, the Killmonger-Black Panther fight was probably the weakest CGI in all of the Marvel stuff. Uh, so there, there's that. Um, so I'm really kind of curious to see where they, they go, with it because I know they're they're gonna be you know paying tribute to Bozeman, which they should. Uh, but I don't I don't know how they're gonna progress the story and uh, they're they're using it as I think the villain who will become not the villain. Sorry, having some of that coffee. Uh, they're they're having Namor, the Submariner in it and he's a kooky fucking dude and one of the the kookiest things about him is he's got little like hermes wing feet right i think they're actually wings on his feet i don't think they're shoes but that's like a thing that's like part of his character uh from you know whenever he was originally designed that's dumb as fuck and obviously they would get rid of that no i heard that he actually has his fucking weird ass wing feet in the movie Uh, So I'm really curious to see how how that is, and I'll be curious to see, like, how that comes across as a villain or whatnot. So that's kind of, like, movies on my radar. I was trying to, I, like, caught up on Cobra Kai was fun. It's jumped the shark a little bit. Like, you know, how many fucking tournaments and stuff can they have, and how many times are like, well, we'll have, you know, first we'll have this kid... He'll be, you know, with Johnny Lawrence, and then he'll be with Danielson, but then he'll go to Kreese. And now, you know, it's, it's just, like, kind of kind of over it. It's like, eh, how much more can this go I watch that? I'm almost caught up on Mighty Ducks, which is really weird, because it was a, a lot of fun to watch that movie with Emilio Estevez's movie TV show, Game Changers. It's the Disney series. Um, but then they have this one. And they just got rid of Emilio Estevez. It's like, he was sort of why I was watching it. I kind of don't care as much anymore. And they didn't say, like, a damn thing about it. Because it ends in the first season. And she's, like, all getting with Emilio. And then now he's just gone. And the whole thing is like, well, she'll try to get with this other pee-wee hockey coach. So it's weird. Um, So, yeah. And then... Andor, I started watching, and I heard it's like the greatest Star Wars thing ever, and I really liked uh, Rogue One, so I really wanted to to see it, but every time I sat down to watch it, I was just too much in my head, I was playing on my phone, and I, I figured I wasn't giving it its due, so I think I'm saving it to binge, um, I don't know when I'm going to binge it. it, might be like a child binge, like I have a newborn baby, and I'm like, hey, We're going to watch Andor. You're going to be quiet (laughs) through all 10 hours of it. Um, And maybe that's the thing. I don't know how babies work. So we'll we'll hope that goes good. Man, I got to do another lap because I haven't finished my coffee. I'm really trying to finish this coffee. I think this will be a whole episode by itself. Um, Also, like, how good are my dogs? Like we've been out here, I think, for like a half hour, maybe more doing this walk, you know, going around they barked at that truck and they barked um, in the very beginning, like at the musical fucking sheep neighbors so, they're really good dogs so if you don't have dogs like I would recommend them uh, a corgi is a lot just, I, I was un, unprepared for how much uh, work the corgi is she's very mouthy, she's very needy uh, she's kind of an attention whore. Like the pit bulls, they'll kind of do their own thing. Like the, they need attention, they need loves. Uh, they're you know kind of high energy, so you gotta you know walk them, and do things. Uh, Berkeley has shepherd in her Australian shepherd, and I think Drax does too. It's hard, It's just we just don't really know. He might get a DNA test for Christmas. They might all get one just for fun. Um, but they're like really ridiculously smart. <clears throat> Minky, not super smart. She's smart, she's not just not as crazy smart as these, these two. So, as such, them being so smart, they require extra work because they're, you know, they will outsmart you, and whatnot. So yeah, so dogs are, dogs are fun. They're uh, they're soft. They're fun to play with. Uh, we let ours sleep in the bed. We have a California king size bed, three dogs and a Caitlin. I barely fit on it. They they kinda push me off all the all the fucking time. So at some point I want to upgrade because I found out there was like I forget it's like Alaskan king or Wisconsin king or something. But it's three feet wider than your typical California king. So that seems like three feet of space I could have. But realistically we'd just get another dog. I kinda oh yeah. It's tough because we like we belong to these like Facebook groups of uh, you know rehoming pets and whatnot. And there's always adorable dogs. I feel like at any moment my wife and I just might be like, "Fuck!" I accidentally got another dog, but it was just so cute, couldn't be stopped. So yeah, so I finished my coffee. Um, I'm gonna take these dogs in, and then probably go get that food out. Oh, 37 minutes. That's not, it's not terrible. It's like a pretty good episode length in and of itself. So maybe this is its own fucking episode. I don't know. Uh, we have been reviewing a errant movie or two. So we just put out like our barbarian coverage, uh, on movies my dog watched. So I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. That's, <laughs> I really like talking about pop culture so if you want to hear me not talk about dentistry like, check that out and yeah, until next time I guess alright, bye there's a real cool club on the other side of town where the real cool kids gotta sit around and talk bad about the other kids yeah, it's a real cool club and you're not part of it